Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. For a time, there was nobody more famous on the planet than Charles Lindbergh, which is too bad because it overshadows his mother, a Detroit native. I've always said that if someone wanted to write a book, they should write one about her. She took Charles down to Panama when they were building the Panama Canal. Like, her lived experience is amazing. The impact Evangeline Lodge Land Lindbergh left goes far beyond birthing Lucky Lindy. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. The month of March is Women's History Month which is awesome. I have the great fortune to have been raised by and around powerful women since day one. And in our area, there are so many incredible women, including Evangeline Lodge Land Lindbergh. But oddly enough, I had to call Little Falls, Minnesota for this story. Hello? Hi, Kayla. Zach Clark in Detroit. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Hey, I'm doing really well. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. It means a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to talk about Evangeline. We don't get a lot of requests about her. Well, I'll tell you what, and I feel a little sheepish, and I grew up in Detroit, I've lived other places, but I'm back here again, and I didn't know about her until I was reading a book about Henry Netzel Ford and World War II and the Arsenal of Democracy, and she pops up in the book, and I started reading about her, I was like, oh my god, this woman is amazing, and the only reason we don't know about her is because of Charles. He was so famous. Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. And the more I dug, yeah. she comes from really powerful Detroit families, too. So I'm just, I'm fascinated. So I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, absolutely. That voice right there belongs to Kayla Stilo. She is the site manager of the Charles Lindbergh House and Museum. Yes, Evangeline is the mother of Charles Lindbergh, famous for being the first person to fly across the Atlantic Ocean. Charles is Evangeline's only child, and they were incredibly close. Can you tell me just how famous Charles Lindbergh was? You know, the easiest way we can describe that to people is comparing him to Taylor Swift now. Once he landed in Paris in 1927, he was instantly the most famous man in the world. We believe he was the most photographed individual as well of all time. And by the end of the 1920s, one in four Americans had actually seen him in person. So not only was he wildly famous and popular, he also gave off this aura of being acceptable. Beyond being a flying hero, Charles was also part of what was called the crime of the century, an incident that captivated the nation. In 1932, his infant son was kidnapped from his home and later found dead in the woods. And Kayla says Evangeline was a rock through all of it. What's impressive about Evangeline during this time period is that Charles's wife, Anne, and her correspond very regularly throughout not only the events of the kidnapping, but also the really drawn out investigation and then through the trial. Evangeline became that emotional support for Anne as well. One of the things that's interesting to me about her is that maybe follow isn't the right word, but she kind of tagged along with him even when he was a little bit older. Yeah, so even though they weren't always physically together, 
she corresponded with his wife quite a bit. And then every week, Charles's children remember, they would have to line up by the phone and talk to her. She did tag along with him as well. But that connection, even when they were physically separated, was always there. So we've talked about Evangeline the mother, but that's not where the story stops. Not in the least. This was a woman that was ahead of her time, and then some. One of the most lasting impacts that she had on Charles was that she herself was a scientist. And Charles's love of aviation that would lead him to have the life he had came from that upbringing around science and around being allowed to ask questions and being allowed to explain because that's what he saw his mother doing his whole life. She's incredible. I mean, you talk about a woman in 1899 graduating from U of M. I can't imagine what it would have been like for a woman in the late 1800s. I mean, she was on her own, incredibly talented, smart, and capable. Yeah. And from that, she would go on to be an educator on and off for the rest of her life. And what's really amazing is that even though she raised Charles pretty much on her own, dad would come and go as necessary throughout his life. But on top of that, she never lost her love and passion and just true skill and understanding for chemistry and science. Yeah, I mean, she goes to Columbia, she teaches in Istanbul, and today in Detroit, there is no finer high school than Cast Technical High. Cast Tech is the top of the top, and that was true then, too. So to be there at that time would have been a big deal, even if you were a man. And so she supersedes the impressive for a woman. She was just impressive. Yeah, she was an extremely smart individual and impressive as a mom, impressive as a scientist, impressive as an educator, and just her dedication to both science and her son throughout her entire life. While she did forge a path of her own, Evangeline did have a head start. Her father and uncle were both prominent Detroiters, Charles H. Land and John C. Lodge, respectively. Her dad, he invented the crown for your tooth. And her uncle, I drive on the Lodge Freeway every day. He was the mayor of Detroit three times. So, I mean, she comes from an incredibly powerful Detroit family, and she was able to carry that on, which is really hard to do. Yeah, which is phenomenal. She grew up in a house that had a full lab in the basement. So not only were they, like, very powerful socially, she also had that huge impact of growing up, of being empowered and being taught by her parents. And that's something she definitely continued on as a parent herself. But it's just amazing the opportunities she had, but also that she took advantage of those and proved that she was an intelligent and resourceful individual. Evangeline could have lived very comfortably in Detroit for the rest of her life, but that is not how the story goes. Charles was born in Detroit, but the family had already been living in Little Falls at the time. Evangeline actually chose to move to Little Falls because it was referenced in a book she had read. And that was enough for her to be interested in moving up here. Evangeline was interested in having an experience outside of Detroit. That's where she had grown up. That's all she knew. And she had read about this small town on the Mississippi. And she wanted to experience what she felt was frontier life, which is very true of Little Falls in 1900. It was the only consistent place that Charles ever felt like was his home because they moved so much throughout the rest of the year. Every winter, at least for 10 years of his childhood, when C.A., his father, was serving in Congress, 
Evangeline would still take him and go live in Washington with him so he'd still have access to his dad. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Quick note before we move on. Kayla mentioned that Charles was born in Detroit. That house was on Forest and ironically what is now the Lodge Freeway. That house is gone and the property is now part of Wayne State. In reporting this story, I have been continuously blown away by Evangeline. With each story I hear, she becomes more badass. She, I think, was really stunted in a lot of ways because she was an incredibly talented, knowledgeable scientist. And then when she graduates, the only real opportunities that were given to her were teaching. And that was something that her mom really pushed her to pursue and to at least work in the sciences in some capacity. Do you think that if times would have been a little bit different, or maybe just even if they weren't, that she'd have preferred to be more like her dad, who was, I don't want to say an actual scientist, but like he worked in a lab, he created things. Do you think maybe part of her wanted that and just didn't because of other things? I think absolutely, because we see her continue to practice science and chemistry throughout her life. And even though she stuck with education, like Charles recalls her developing film with the chemicals that she had put together herself in their kitchen. So now we have all of these really great photos of Charles growing up, which is very uncommon for that era besides professional photos, because she had the knowledge and skill to not only take those photos on her own, but develop them. Here's the bottom line. Evangeline was simply overshadowed by her son. It would have been impossible not to be. I'm just glad she's being highlighted. Yeah, no, she um, deserves it. Yeah, absolutely. I've always said that if someone wanted to write a book, they should write one about her. I'd read that. And plus the things she's seen, the places she's been, the people she's been around. I mean, she's been around the most famous people in the world, not only her son, but the people that he was with. Even before he was famous, she took Charles down to Panama when they were building the Panama Canal and things like that. Like her lived experience is just amazing even if you take out the fact that her son was at one point the most famous man in the world. And that's why I love this story, because she gets slighted, not because of what she didn't do, because of what she had, and that was a son. Yeah, you know, if I had to say one of the most impactful things in Charles's life, it would be her. Like, Charles wouldn't have been able to do the things he did without having a mom like Evangeline. Evangeline Lodge Land Lindbergh was an incredibly remarkable woman who happily, in her own words, was overshadowed by her son. But maybe she doesn't have to be. Michigan does have a Women's Hall of Fame. Evangeline is not in it. I think it's time that changes. Today's big thanks go out to Kayla Stilo. Her knowledge and excitement were contagious. Check out www.jnewsradio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want that Daily J delivered right to you? All you have to do is text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. 
Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening.